All right. Hello, everyone. My name is Joshua. Uh, you can just refer to me as your encouraging brother, Joshua. Uh, so what I'm going to do is just simply read to you scripture. The Bible says freely uh, we have received, therefore we should freely give. And God has really put His the love of his word in my heart. I really, really, really love the word of God. I'm so grateful for what God has done for me. I'm just going to briefly explain it. Uh, so he really uh, just saved me. I was a uh, uh, I was a member of the LGBTQAI. I went by they them. I was demisexual. I was gay at a time, bi at a time, just full of confusion sexually and in and out of broken relationships uh, for all my life. I also fell into drug use, very heavy, did cocaine, acid, all kind of crazy drugs throughout my life. But the one that really took me down was methamphetamine. Uh, I started becoming an intravenous methamphetamine user, was a victim of uh, gang stalking, which, you know, if you don't know any of that stuff, that's not what my, that's not what any of this is about, but it was intense, intense, demonically controlled torment, and it drove me to uh, really cry out to God and really ask for his mercy. And um, then uh, fortunately for me, my mother, who was not always a Christian, she was a pastor. She's a pastor now uh, of a motorcycle church called Refuge. And uh, it's for, it's a biker church and it's on fire right now because God is not a God who looks on the outward opinion, uh, appearance. He looks on the heart of a person to make sure that person's heart is perfect with him. So, um, you know, God has really given her that vision. I'm so grateful for it. I'm so grateful for everything that God is doing in my life and the lives of every member of that, uh, every member, every leader, every person who comes. So they don't really care too much about titles at the biker church. And they don't. If you got something to say or you got a word, you're supposed to get up and give it. And um, if it's not biblical, they'll correct you. Uh, but 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 so far, everybody that's in there is walking in the spirit of the Lord. Um, so real quick, um, I did go to my mother for prayer, and she ended up in a mighty way casting several demons out of me. I am just like the guy who was uh, the man who was by the tombs, you know, cutting himself, exceeding fierce, brr, full of demons and um the, the Lord, now here I am, clothed, sitting in my right mind, thanks to the Lord Jesus Christ and his mercy, um, where during that uh, process, I was actually um, given, after the demons were out of me, I was given a beautiful glimpse of the feet of Jesus Christ, and I also got to spend some time in my glorified body, which sounds, you know, well, you better believe it because it's faith. That's what the Bible says. You don't have to believe that I went anywhere or that I did anything. You don't have to believe anything in me, but you should believe that there is a new body uh, that God has promised us, and it is a brand new body. Um, I was actually you know, just thinking about that. My my testimony when I when I when I was I'm standing around people and I'm worshiping and I'm just thinking, man, Lord, I really need to tell people about this because I. And probably the only person in this church who said who, who's who's gotten to spend time in their body. And it's not pride, but it's it's a fact. I got to I got to spend. I can testify that we get glorified bodies. We who endure unto the end, the Lord Jesus Christ makes everything brand new. And that's not uh, that's neither here nor there. So I'm gonna go ahead and continue on with what I was gonna get into, which is just explaining the brief bit of my testimony. Um, I, after I 
finally surrendered to God. I did, what was it, 14 days at a teen challenge where I really sought the Lord and he really exploded on me. And uh, if you go to any place that's Christian and you need the Lord, then he will be there for you and he will give you a godly increase. And then uh, now I found myself in fellowship with wonderful brothers and sisters who are seeking God, calling upon him out of a pure heart, just like he desires. Um, the true worshipers will worship the Lord with their spirit according to the truth, in spirit and truth. Jesus is the truth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. I feel like I shouldn't have to say all that stuff, but I am just saying this now just because this will probably be the last time I explain um, just like basic stuff. I don't know. Blah. For the religious crowd, there you go. My T's are all crossed. Hallelujah! And I'm only carrying the cross because God is good. God is good and his mercy endures forever. He's so wonderful. He's so mighty. He's amazing. He's an amazing God. He's an amazing God. Every time you sing praises to his holy name, uh, you'll feel God's presence come down. And that joyful feeling is the strength that we need in order to carry our salvation. So we need to be getting up and praising and thanking God as much as possible. Um... So I want to just record some of these little messages, and I'm going to, you know, have this little podcast going, um, and it's for myself. You know, I am uh, I, I uh, need to practice what I preach, and it's also for anybody that wants to listen, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> God is so good. He is amazing, you know what I mean? And I've heard that my voice is not that bad to listen to, um, but either way, if you're going to listen to this, I hope you will get your Bible out and you will follow along and that you will also, if you have any questions or anything like that, feel free to email me uh, and I will put my email address out there for you to be able to reply to. Um, if you don't like anything that I'm saying, you know, if the Lord gives you some correction or something like that, uh, which he won't, my doctrine is sound. A hundred percent sound, a lot, uh, but 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 you know, hey, I'm foul. I'm I'm a human being. So if anything does come off a little not right, God will correct it. And if He gives you a word, then you just come to me. You say, "Thus saith the Lord," uh, and then you show me in Scripture because you're only required to show somebody two scriptures doctrinally to show them that uh, the Word of God, Jesus, uh, who is the Word of God, is right. Uh, after a man, after the second admonition, you're supposed to reject him, knowing that such is subverteth and sinneth, being condemned of himself. Last thing I'll share before I go in there, because I'm a storyteller. A lot of, I've experienced so much of this beautiful, precious, wonderful, marvelous word here that is all God's word that he gave to us, uh, that he gave to us, the believers, not the unbelievers. The Bible's not for the unbelievers. The Bible's for the believers, uh, the beloved the sanctified, the set apart, the called. We who have the Spirit of God in us are supposed to read the Bible to the lost people so they can understand it because heathens don't understand the Word of God. The natural man receives not the things that are of the Spirit of God. Neither can he know them, okay? So we have to preach because how else will you be able to know except you hear a preacher preaching the straight and narrow so I will go ahead and finish it. You must be saved, which means you must uh, 
Cry out to God with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your mind, all of your strength. That means don't just pray a prayer. It means you need to realize that without Christ, you're on your way to hell in the lake of fire for eternity, where the worm, which is your soul, will never die and the fire will never be quenched. It says in the book of Revelations, the smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever. They have no rest day or night who worship the beast and his image. So, uh, you don't have to let that be your fate. You can call upon Christ because Jesus Christ, uh, the Son of God, the Word of God made into flesh, came and lived a perfect and sinless life so that he could stand in your place, in my place, in our place, and that he could offer himself to be the punishment for our sins. And he conquered it with his sinless life. And then he was able to die. Uh, he died and was judged. And then he rose again. Now, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Yeshua HaMashiach, um, he is alive today. Jesus is alive right now, and if you don't believe me, or not even if you don't believe me, but if you're unsure, or you just want to find out, or you don't know Jesus, get on your knees right now. Get on your knees and just pray where nobody else is around and say, Lord Jesus, I just need to ask you uh, to forgive me of my sins. I want more of you. I want to know you personally, um, and the Lord will reveal himself to you in a great and mighty way. Also, listening to Things like the Bible or listening to this will definitely help you get to know the Lord. Or just reading your Bible. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. This is also going to be a good cross for me because it will allow me to, you know, we need to have oil in our lamps, right? So we got to dig. So dig with me and let's go ahead and uh, and get started. So um, I'll... This is my very first one of these, praise the Lord. But I am definitely called to preach the gospel. And um, I'm definitely going to preach the gospel. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. So let's go ahead. Please pray with me. And we will ask the Lord together to anoint this uh, recording. Anoint my voice. Uh, because you know what? It's, it's no wonder that God has given me all the things that he's given me because he wants me to use them. He gives you something. He wants you to use it. It's not just for you. None of this is just for me. Uh, this is so that we can have fellowship with Jesus Christ and the Father. So let's go ahead and I'm going to pray right now and I hope you'll pray with me that just just asking God that none of this come from my flesh, none of this come from me, but that his spirit will speak through me, that his anointing will be here. So let's pray. Mighty God, Lord Jesus, I thank you so much. You're such a good, good, good father. You love us so much. Thank you for shedding your blood for me, Lord. Thank you for dying on the cross. Uh, uh, Father God, thank you for sending your son for the whole world. You so love the world that whoever, um, that you sent your only begotten son, that whoever believes and you, Jesus, will not die but have everlasting life. Lord, I ask that you let, don't let this be my flesh here. Uh, Lord Jesus, don't let me uh, say anything that's not from you, Lord God. Holy men of God, spake as they were moved by the power of the Holy Spirit, and that's how we got the word. And if they would have said anything you didn't want them to say, you would have let them know that, Lord, because you are a mighty God, and there's nothing that gets beside you, Lord. So I just pray that you bless this time, open up my understanding, guide me through with the power of your Holy Spirit as I share, Lord God, let my words be clear, Father God. Um, 
Let my tongue be like the pen of a ready writer. I love you, Lord Jesus. I thank you so much. Uh, and uh, just bless the people who do listen to this. If anyone listens to this, Lord, let them know that they're definitely supposed to listen to it. Because God is very, Lord, you are intentional. Everything you do, Father God, is totally intentional. Nothing slips through the cracks. There is no such thing as slipping through the cracks, Lord. You are the most detail, you are detail-oriented. Uh, everything about you, everything about your character, the craftsmanship of our, of our own bodies, you know, stuff that's way beyond my knowledge. You, as far as like fibers and, and uh, you know, microscopic pieces of particles and blah, blah, blah. You are there, Lord. There is no empty space anywhere. You've revealed yourself unto me three times throughout my life in mighty ways. And I will talk about each one of those as your spirit leads me, Lord. But this is your word, and your word is the breath of uh, bread of life, Lord. And you are the breath of life. And that's your word. Everything comes down to your word, and we have to have it inside of us. If you have a little difficulty understanding it, well, then that's why you have your people who give the sense. I'm able to give the sense of what your word is. And Lord, I'm not going to be diving into meat because I'm not a nov uh, I'm still a novice, Lord. Um, so I'm not going to be diving into meat, doing a lot of teaching. What we're going to do is just be reading your word together. And if you do start to reveal something by your spirit, uh, Lord, then I know that it'll be um, of you and tested. And, you know, I'll make sure it's dissectable. You'll make sure that it's that's chewable and, 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 I, I, and I'll digest it. But we'll work as one body, you and my body. And we'll go ahead and uh, have a good time with this, Lord, because there's nothing better than talking to you, reading your word, or, or talking about you. Those are the best things in the world, especially nowadays, because everything is so evil and the time is short. Jesus, you are definitely coming back to the earth soon. And what's more is that we could meet you at any minute because life is not promised to anybody. Anybody. Nobody is promised tomorrow. Everybody could die at any moment. And that's why we should always be ready. We should always be walking in your Holy Spirit and always ready to meet you. Literally, at any moment, we could meet you. We just slip right out of this world, just real fast. It's a very quick little boop. Next thing you know, your eyes are open up in eternity. So you, we don't want our eyes to be opened up in hell, Lord. So I pray, God, that you will allow this to be good ground, that everything I say will fall onto good ground, Lord Jesus Christ, and that... Um, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll give the increase because only you can bring a spiritual increase that's able to keep us from falling and to keep us in your precious love because your love is magnificent. It is mighty. And I thank you for that, Lord. And I pray that these recordings will get better as I go along. But Father, I thank you very much, Lord, for trusting me to carry the torch here and to do a good job because I'm going to do a good job for you, Lord Jesus. You've given me everything I need, Lord. And I'm going to be very careful, Lord, because I'm not a hypocrite. And more importantly, just because I love you. That's all, Lord. I love you, Lord. I'm so thankful that you saved me, Lord. I'm so grateful my, for my for the brand new body that you get for the mansions that we have, uh, Lord God, for, 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 for the love. Because that's the best part about being in, with, with in eternity with you is going to be the love. We will not have any type of carry, Lord. You said uh, any care in the world. You said you would dry. You're going to wipe every tear from every eye. You're going to be with us. We're going to be with you. 
will be sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise in heaven and we won't be able to get out. We're going to just be in your joy. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. That's what I want every single person who hears this to hear. That's what I definitely want to hear. And Lord, you know I'm not doing this for people. But I'm doing this because it's my reasonable service to talk about you as much as I possibly can uh, because you're worthy of it. You're worthy of all of our conversation all the time. You're worthy of all of our thoughts all of the time. You are worthy of all of our heart all of the time. Lord, you are always worthy. You are always good. And you are always going to utilize us giving you all of ourselves uh, in the best way. It's the best possible investment anybody can ever make is pouring their love into the Savior, putting your affection on the Savior of humanity, putting your affection on Jesus. Jesus, the one who gives us of himself so freely and he's so open and he's so true. Everything is true. The elements, uh, the trees, the wind, Everything testifies to the truth of God's word. And most of the people I've met that tell me, that rebuttal me, you know, it just, it doesn't matter. I'm not even going to talk about that because it's late in the day. So Lord, I just, I thank you so much. I thank you so much, Lord. You are such a king. You're so wonderful. You're so easy to be around. I get real, just, I can be like, not exactly anxious, but just, I'm like skittish, like like everything feels a little wobbly whenever I'm talking to people sometimes, sometimes. Um, you know, if it's about the Lord, then no. But, you know, if it's just like small talk, which is perfect and, and fine and, and nice and good thing to do, I can be a little like, ah, get me out of here. Um, you could say, I just, just, you know, just going from one comfort level to the next, talking to people, blah, blah, blah. I don't know how to describe it that well. I think that might have actually sufficed. Um, but not with you, Lord. The point with you, Lord, is that it's always just so pleasant to be around you. I mean, you <laughs> talking to you, you want to hear from us all the time. There's never in, there's never a time where you don't want to hear from us. So Lord, I'm not going to keep going with this prayer. Um, I love you though, Lord, because I, I pray and watch. I look, I keep my eyes open and I look around, look what's going on. I'm circumspect because you're all, you're everywhere, Lord. You're inside of my heart, which means you can't be, you can't be, you're, you're closer to me than anybody else. You give every single person in the world the breath that they breathe and you still keep my heart beating. You still talk to me. You still want to hear from me. And so I'm so grateful. And so in my gratitude, Lord, I want to talk all about you and I want to share you as much as possible. And I pray, Lord God, that in so doing, uh, that you'll be glorified, that you will be glorified, Lord, that you'll be lifted up, that you'll draw all men unto you until you save everybody who's going to be saved. And then we, you can hurt, or you can come back, which I'm asking for you to come back to this earth quickly so that we can um, all go home. In the name of Jesus, amen. All right, so we're going to go ahead and start off with the book of Joshua, and uh, basically, I'm going to read, and then I'll stop maybe and talk if the Lord gives me something, but if not, I'm just going to read, and we're going to start in Joshua. I'm going to try and do this as much as possible, and you know, if again, if, if anybody has any questions or anything, or you want to share, or even if you want to come on here and talk and read Bible with me, that would be grand, because you know what? Where two or more are gathered, Jesus is also in the midst. I know Jesus is here, but man, it's just so good to be able to talk about the Lord. 
It's like we're just walking around sprinkling water on each other when you're walking with the Lord, washing each other's feet. Hallelujah. So let's go ahead and get started. I'll be reading from King James Version of the Bible. I don't care what versions of the Bible people read. I do uh, suggest that you spend two years in the Bible that was given to you. And then after those two years in the Bible that was given to you, if you can read it. If not, if you need to go to an easier version, that's fine. But spend at least two years in the Bible that you already got. If you've got a Bible already, just stay there for a bit. Or find a Bible that's comfortable. That's how I should say it. Spend two years in a Bible that's comfortable for you. And then um, after that, you study up and learn a little bit about where the translations come from. If you're using a King James Version Bible, maybe God is calling you higher if you really can't understand it. So get a dictionary out. And you read one or two or three words. And then you just, when you get to a word that you don't understand, that's when you just look it up. People, oh, excuse me, the noise will be an issue, but... Uh, we're used to microwaving God, microwaving everything in our lives. We get it. We want instantaneous results, especially me, former addict who wants um, instant gratification. But you cannot do that with the Lord. Countless times the Holy Spirit says, wait, wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord wait on the Lord. I probably won't even post these right away because I'm going to wait on the Lord. But um, by the time I do start posting them, I'm pretty sure they'll be coming out back to back. So who knows when that's going to happen. Um, either way, God is good and his word never returns void. So I'm going to go ahead and get into this. This is the book of Joshua. And uh, the Lord actually put this in my heart because I, I mean, yeah, my name's the same as Joshua, but I don't look at myself like that. I don't know who would. Hey, man. I don't know. That got weird real fast. Um, I also crack a lot of jokes sometimes. Not really when I'm preaching. <laughs> sometimes. But, you know, I just, I'm trying to give some, some almost like a, a prerequisite to what we're about to do. But never mind. Let's just hop right in here. We are reading from the book of Joshua, chapter 1. Now, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord... It came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given you, have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and unto the great sea, toward the going down of the sun, shall be your coast. So, the children of Israel have just come out of uh, Egypt. And the land of bondage to Pharaoh. 
Um, so you can look at that almost as Pharaoh is the devil and Egypt is the land of sin. They've come out of it. But they spent time wandering in the wilderness, right? Now they're finally ready to go into the promised land. They're finally ready to go get God's promise. And, um, you know, so Moses is dead and, and the Lord is like, hey, look, Moses is dead. So Joshua, this new guy, Moses' minister, it says, um, get up. And arise and uh, go over to Jordan. Now it's time to go over and get this promised land. And as I mentioned before, the Lord is very detail-oriented. So he is explaining to him the different areas he's about to go in in order to claim it all because it all belongs to God. Everything every single person has belongs to God. That is the same today, yesterday, forever. It doesn't matter. It all belongs to God. Everything is God's. Everything is God's. We have nothing Everything is God's. By him, everything exists. By him, all things were created. And without him, there's nothing created that, that was created. So every, everything is God's. It's all his. Everything is his. Your car is God's. Your house is God's. Uh, your shoes are God's. Everything belongs not to you, to God. Everything is his. God made all things for himself, even the wicked for the day of evil. So everything is God's. We have to humble ourselves and realize that, God, we have nothing without you, period, point blank. Period, poo. We have nothing without God. We don't have a choice. You know, it, it, there's no choice outside uh, in eternity. Wherever you wind up will be where you are at. And it's not a wide path that leads to heaven. It is a narrow path. It is a path of righteousness and true holiness. And uh, that only comes through the blood of Jesus Christ and by you following him, which means the fruit of you following him will be clearly manifested in your life, right? You won't be living like the devil, son, daughter, cousin, I don't know, but you won't be living like Satan. You will most certainly be living like Jesus Christ is right there with you, walking with you, talking with you, guiding you along life's way. And if you're not living like that, you know, if you're not living like Jesus is always right next to you all the time, then maybe he's not in your heart, you know, uh, or maybe you've been lukewarm, which that Bible says he's going to spit you out of his mouth. Jesus is not some wishy-washy little chew toy. You know, this world is evil and we are very evil in this last day. So I'm very, very, very cautious of a person who preaches a wishy-washy gospel. Or a gospel that's like, you know, oh, you know, Jesus says just love. And God just loves you so much. And blah, 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 sister, brother. Yeah, no, that's, that's, uh, that's scary. That's scary because we are very wicked, this last generation. We're very wicked. So wicked. More wicked than, than, than uh, it was in Jesus' days. It's, it's more wicked now. So if you're preaching a wishy-washy gospel because you feel like people are like, oh, well, we just want to ease them into Jesus. What? You're crazy. You'll never get them saved and you'll make them twice the child of hell as you probably are who believe that in this late day. Because again, you know what I'm saying? We can't be wishy-washy in the Lord. You have to believe a straight and narrow gospel. Otherwise, you'll never experience the power of God that leads on to salvation. So the Lord has just given that detail. Let's go ahead and read verse 5. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so will I be with thee. I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. 
This is the Lord saying, look, you're about to go do something. I'm going to be with you. Trust me. I'm God, says the Lord. That's what he's saying to Moses. So giving him this assurance of salvation. Joshua's putting on the helmet of salvation by listening to the Lord and obeying him. And being like, you know what, Lord? I got you. When, you know, I had spent some time, uh, moments, but it was enough to carry me throughout eternity. I spent some time, you know, just near the Lord in a very close space. And um, he was so friendly. He was so friendly. I died and was taken up to heaven. And I got to see my glorified body. And he was just so, he was so sweet and so caring. And I felt so comfortable around him. I truly did. I felt very comfortable around God. Um, I've never felt that before in my life. Let's read verse 6. Verse 6. Be strong and of good courage. For unto this people shalt thou divide uh, for an inheritance the land, which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law, which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. That's awesome. The Lord is saying, be strong. Didn't I just tell you that? So when you're reading the Bible and it's late and you want to go to bed, the Lord is like, be strong. Be strong. Keep going. Because I'm with you. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Verse 10. Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people, saying, Pass through the host and command the people, saying, Prepare you victuals. Get some food and stuff. For within three days you shall pass over Jordan to go in to possess the land which the Lord your God giveth you to possess it. Oh, God is so good. And to the Reubenites and to the Gadites and to half the tribe of Manasseh, spake Joshua, saying, Remember the word which Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, saying, The Lord your God hath given you rest and hath given you this land. Your wives, your little ones, your cattle shall remain in the land which Moses gave you on this side, Jordan, but ye shall pass before your brethren armed, all the mighty men of valor, and help them. Until the Lord hath given your brethren rest, as he hath given you. And they also have possessed the land which the Lord your God giveth them, and ye shall return unto the land of your possession and enjoy it. So, the, uh, and enjoy it. So, the Lord is, uh, once one tribe conquers and they get and go in to possess the land the Lord God giveth them, then their people, they can leave their wives and kids there and, you know, set up their homes there, but then they need to go help their brothers, okay? And that's what I'm doing now. I am helping my brothers and my sisters 
by sharing what God has, you know, just sharing my joy in the word. That's all. This is joy. This is joy to be able to read the word, to be able to talk about God. This is joy. And this is what I'm sharing with you. And God loves when we read his word and God loves when we talk about it. And you ain't got to teach a bunch of stuff. You ain't got to be no teacher because if you're trying to teach stuff, you might start teaching false doctrine. Like uh, you can't lose your salvation. False. You know, and there's a lot of false prophets out there. And I'm going to expose what the false prophet actually is. False prophet is not preaching to you righteousness. A false prophet is preaching to you that it's okay for you to sin. Period, poo. Period, poo. Period, poo. I didn't grow up in church, so I'm not going to be deceived um, just because I wasn't able to live out the gospel my entire life. You know, I was in sin. I was in darkness. But the Lord Jesus Christ shone his glorious light onto me by telling me to repent of my sins or I was going to uh, burn in hell and then the lake of fire for eternity. And I believe the Lord Jesus Christ when he said that. I love calling him the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, because I, I don't, I don't, when I'm praying to the Lord, my beautiful Jesus, I just, you know, we just, we cool. We just chill. We just talk together. We just like have a little conversation. <laughs> He's glorious. I'm telling you, he is something else. And if you don't know Jesus Christ, you should definitely get to know Jesus Christ because he's amazing. I'm telling you, he's amazing. He is alive. He fills my soul with joy. You know what I mean? And it's not just about being happy because he also does miracles. And he's strong enough and more powerful enough to save you from death. Uh, whosoever believeth in him shall not die but have everlasting life. And you know what? If you don't understand what that means, it's because, you know, you're stupid. Or because the Bible says, the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not. And I am saying stupid. Uh-oh, he just called me stupid. Oh, no, that's bad. He just, whoa, whoopsie doo. It's late in the day. We live in a very evil world. Now, uh, when the Lord says something and we don't understand it, that's one thing. But if you, you know, you don't, you don't really believe it, then you're stupid. Because he said you won't die if you believe in Jesus Christ, so you need to receive that. You won't die. Ooh, and I'm going to have to be very strong. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? God is good, folks. God is good. And I think he wants me to just deliver this exactly how I'm delivering it. Actually, I'm sure of it. Because Satan doesn't compromise when he's serving you up a slice of sin. He doesn't like, oh, let me sh give you some sugar-coated sin. Let me give you just a little bit of sin. Mm-mm. He's going to give you, you give him a little space, and he's going he's gonna to slap the whole raw thing right on you. Just, there you go, a bunch of sin. And you got to learn to think differently about that because it is a, it's a huge deal. That's a big deal. It's a big deal. All right. So time is up. Uh, these, these messages will be kind of short. But, uh, you know, I want to thank you for joining me. And I hope that you will join me again soon. Um, this is just the beginning. And uh, I believe God's, I'm going to get better with the recording as it goes along and all that jazz. But, uh, you know, yes, God is good. And I, I, I hope you guys have a wonderful day today and tomorrow or whenever it is you're listening to this. If you need prayer. You can go ahead and email me. Um, uh, you can email me, or and I'm, I'm happy. To, I'm, I'll be very responsive. But God bless you, and um, this again is your encouraging brother, Josh. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.
Thank you. 